Welcome to episode five of How to Be a Steminist. Today I'll be talking about working from home effectively. Now, this is something I have so many thoughts about and I've had to go through a lot of my own trial and error to get this right because I worked in an office environment for about eight years and suddenly had to work from home and figure things out for myself when I became self-employed. So I'm hoping that my tips and ideas that I can share with you today will help you to work from home effectively, especially if this is something that you've had to get thrown into because of the whole coronavirus pandemic. This is the How to Be a Steminist podcast. I'm your host, Tiffany, a proud woman in STEM. To me, being a Steminist means creating a wildly fulfilling career without compromising your family or social life. Because when you love your whole life, you become a living example that a career in STEM is where it's at. I'm on a mission to equip women in STEM around the world with strategies to take back control of their career progression, navigate those difficult and awkward gender equality issues, and stop balancing work with life and start enjoying it. If you want to learn all the things no one else teaches you about being a woman in STEM, you've come to the right place. Let's get stuck in. Today's episode, I'll be talking about working from home and in particular, setting up a helpful routine for working from home. Now, this is actually a request from a listener who emailed in and said that this was something that they have been struggling with. So for those who are listening to this podcast episode way into the future, we are currently going through that massive coronavirus pandemic, which has forced a lot of people to stay at home. Um, And... For those who can work from home, so people who can work from their laptops and work remotely, everyone's just had to suddenly adjust to this new world of working from home. Now, we are in June now. So in the UK, we've done this for quite some time now. It's been, you know, a couple of months, I think. Although it's been a little while, I think that there are people who are still struggling with getting into the routine and that's not your fault if that's you because no one teaches you how to do this. So I'm going to be talking to you about my own experiences from having to suddenly work from home, the challenges that I faced and how I overcame them. And I'm hoping that the ideas that I share with you today will help you to set up your own successful working from home routine. Now, this episode won't cover how to look after children while working from home, mainly because I don't have any personal experience on doing it myself. From all accounts, it sounds ridiculously hard. I have so much respect for all the parents out there who have been holding down a full-time job while trying to homeschool their children or look after little ones because nursery isn't open, like childcare is not open right now. 
But if this is something that you are keen on learning about, just shoot me an email and let me know. I know quite a few people who would be um, more than happy to come onto this podcast to share their tips, challenges and um, things that you might be able to do to make your life a little bit easier if you're looking after children while trying to work from home. This podcast is for you. So I'm really keen to hear from you what you want to know from me or from my network and how we can help you to create that wildly fulfilling career despite all the stuff that's going on in the world. So today I'm going to be sharing five main ideas with you that will help you to set yourself up for work from home success and even how that's going to help you beyond this lockdown period when you do go back to the office. So stay tuned in for that. But before we dive into all of that, I wanted to update you all on something that I spoke about in last week's episode. Last week I spoke all about how to land a job that doesn't suck. And I mentioned that I would be launching a brand new job seeking blueprint for those of you who are currently searching for a job and might be feeling like you're losing the will to live. Look, it doesn't have to be that way. And, you know, job seeking is one of those things that everyone just expects you to know how to do, but you do have to kind of figure it out for yourself. So I created this blueprint to give you a structure to your job search. There are five stages. It goes through everything in just the right amount of detail that you need to know, nothing more, nothing less. And it will take you through the exact structure you need to actually search for a job, the frameworks for writing CVs and cover letters and things that you can do to help you nail any interview. So if you are someone who's searching for a job right now, I have already launched the blueprint and you can find that, um, find those details on my website. I'll leave a link in the show notes, um, here for you as well. So you can go and access that, um, and learn a little bit more about what's entailed in that. If you are searching for a job, you may want to go back to episode four and listen in there because there are some really useful and helpful tips for you to land a job that you're actually going to really love. But to celebrate the launch of the Job Seeking Blueprint, I'm going to be throwing an exclusive event just for you. This will be a virtual boardroom event for only 15 women in STEM who are either currently looking for a job or are thinking about starting to look for a job. I wanted to keep it really small and really intimate because first of all, job seeking is, it can be quite a lonely thing to go through. And I wanted to make sure that it is an event where people feel free and comfortable enough to share their own challenges. Um, and also it is something that is going to be a really special group. I think that people are going to really continue on those relationships and help each other with their job searches as well afterwards. And I'll create a forum for those people to get together as their job searches go on. Now, this is 
only for 15 women in STEM who are currently looking for a job or are thinking about looking for a job. If that is you and you want to connect with other job-seeking women in STEM and you want to uh, learn my top five actionable tips that are going to help you successfully apply and land jobs, then this is the event for you. There are already three women who have registered their interest and I only really opened this up very recently. So um, if you don't want to miss out on this event, make sure you follow the link in the show notes to apply for the Job Seeking Blueprint launch event. Okay, let's dive into the actual content for this episode, which is all about working from home. Before I kind of go into my tips, I wanted to share with you my own working from home story and I'll continue to kind of add to this story as I'm providing my tips in this episode. But as I mentioned earlier before, I worked in an office for eight years. So that was almost a decade where I had someone else dictating my routine for me. I had the normal office hours, 9 till 5 or sometimes 9 till 5.30, depending which office I was working in. And um, there was, you know, a kind of a set lunchtime. It was pretty flexible. Um, But I had to be at my desk or I had to be at a meeting by 9 o'clock every single day. So then I'd work back and wake up at specific times so that I could get ready for that nine o'clock deadline where I had to be at my desk or at a meeting. I always thought that I was the type of person who didn't like routine. I thought I was the type of person who liked freedom, which is true, but I learned that freedom does not mean that you don't have a routine. Uh, (laughs) Routine started to become pretty important as soon as I started working for myself. For those of you out there who are also self-employed, you'll know exactly what I mean. When you first start working for yourself, you have no one telling you what to do. There are no deadlines. No one is affected by your actions or inactions except for yourself to start off with. And you kind of have no one to answer to. So at the start, I was like, this is brilliant. I can just, you know, wake up whenever I want. I'll do however many hours I feel, you know, I I can do that day. And because I'm so passionate about the cause, I will just work whatever hours I feel like. Um, And I can kind of do things based on when I'm feeling motivated. So the first few weeks of when I worked for myself, I followed this kind of new freedom routine, although basically there was no routine at all. So um, luckily I've got two dogs who wake me up at the same time every morning, Um, whether it's a weekday, weekend, I'm working from home or not, they'll wake me up at about 6.30 every day. So the whole wake up thing wasn't an issue for me, although I know that is an issue for a lot of um, a lot of my friends and a lot of women in STEM that I speak to. So I'd wake up and then I'd think, oh, I feel like doing exercise this morning. So I'll go and do that and I'll just kind of make it up as I go along. 
And as the weeks went by, I realized that it was taking me longer and longer to get ready in the morning because there's just no rush. There's no deadline. That was also then translated into my work day. So if I kind of like was pretty lazy in the morning, then I'd feel a little bit lazy during the day. And then I'd realize that the things that I wanted to get done weren't getting done. But there wasn't a deadline, so there was no real repercussions for it. As this kept going on, I very quickly realized that I was not being as productive and as effective as I could be. And I would get to the end of the week and I wouldn't know what I've done. I have no idea what I accomplished. So that is when I realized Although I was yearning for this freedom, I actually did need to set my own rules and routine. So today I'm going to share with you five ideas that, you know, they were either challenges that I had to overcome or realizations that I had. And hopefully they're going to be things that will help you work from home and change routines as well. So the first idea I have for you is to set a morning routine. I know, I know, it's very unoriginal, but I had to learn the hard way that I actually did need a morning routine. Despite everyone else telling me that I needed one, I needed to learn it for myself. So my routine is pretty simple. There's nothing special about it. I wake up at 6.30 because my dog's wake me up at that time. I've just got no choice in the matter. Um, I take them for a 20 minute walk while listening to an audio book. At the moment, I'm listening to Sapiens. Um, And then I'll get home and um, do a 20 minute workout. So that might be yoga, um, a cardio workout or a strength based workout on an app or some sort of YouTube video. Um, after that, I'll make myself a smoothie in the winter. It's usually banana porridge. I'll have that while either, you know, maybe reading something or listening to the radio. Then I will jump into the shower and get ready for the day. So as I said, there's nothing special about that routine, but... I find that if I don't follow that morning routine, I do feel out of kilter for the rest of the day. I feel like, you know, I don't start work at at the right time. I am just not quite there. So it's really important for me to stick to this morning routine. Now, the reason a morning routine is really, really important is because this is something that you can do no matter where you are. Um, Obviously, you know, if I'm on, if, if I had to go away for work, I wouldn't have my dogs there, but I could do maybe 80% of that morning routine. The more you can kind of stick to a morning routine often, the easier it is going to be for you to adapt to different situations and so many of us had to suddenly adapt to this working from home situation and we just didn't know what to do with ourselves for those who had a strict morning routine who could continue doing that during this lockdown period they were more successful at being effective during their working hours the second idea I have for you might be a little bit strange but 
For me, it is getting into work clothes on work days during work hours. When I first started working for myself, I would wear leggings all day. (laughs) I'd be wearing activewear all day because it's stretchy and comfy. Who wouldn't want that? Um, But the problem was that this was the type of clothing I would wear when I wake up late on a Sunday morning and I was just mooching around at home by myself. Getting into work clothes, although it kind of seems non-essential, it is actually really essential for me. It helps me to separate work time from leisure time. And changing clothes is this sort of ritual that I have to get me into the frame of mind for work. I've spoken to a lot of friends who have told me that during lockdown, they've just been wearing their pajamas all day, which, you know, no judgment here. I love wearing pajamas all day, but they then wonder why they can't seem to separate, you know, work and leisure time. Having that costume change, for lack of a better term, is really helpful for kind of snapping out of a frame of mind really quickly. So if that's not something that you do right now, I really encourage you to give it a go for like a week and just see how it goes. The third idea I have for you is to create a weekly routine. Now, for any of you who do work for yourselves out there, um, you'll know how important this is for keeping on top of the regular things that you need to do. But even if you don't work for yourself, there are most likely things that you need to get done every week that are going to be regular no matter what you're working on, um, even if your work is very varied. So figure out what those regular things that you have to do are. So write a list of all the things you have to do every week. Doesn't matter what week it is, you have to do them every week. And then put in a time in your calendar to do each of those things. This really helps you to make sure that you're not constantly having to, you know, think about that thing that you have to do because that kind of takes up your brain space. If you've already thought about the things you have to do and you've scheduled them in, you don't have to worry about forgetting to do them. You can actually use that brain power on something else, like on a challenge or problem that you're working on that week at work. Idea number four is to create clear work and home boundaries. This is particularly difficult for people when they're working from home because they have brought their work into their homes. But there are still ways to create that separation. So the first is by, you know, setting your work times. This is, it's so easy for people to kind of continue working late into the night because firstly, they've got nothing to do, um, nothing else to do during lockdown. There's nothing open. Um, and also because they have been at home all day working from home. So there's no change. Try and be really strict with your working times. Set a start time and an end time. Yes, there might be days where you need to go over by a little bit because you're trying to finish a project or a deliverable, but as much as possible, be as strict as you can. And when you log off, put your laptop away, put it somewhere that is not visible so you're not tempted just to jump on and answer a few emails. 
The second way is to set different locations within your house that are work related and home related or leisure related. Um, For me, I live in a one bedroom flat and my husband is also working from home. So there's not a lot of space for us to separate. You know, we don't have a study area. He's commandeered the uh, dining room. So I sit in my favorite location, which is on the windowsill that looks out onto the grassy area at the front of our flat. This is in our living room. So my leisure space is actually still in the same room, but I've created that little area as my work zone. So I know that when I sit down at that chair at the windowsill, that's, you know, that's work zone. When I sit on the couch, which is, you know, 30 30 centimeters behind me, that's leisure zone. So again, it's that idea of creating separation based on location. And lunchtime. This is so important. Take your lunchtime as a lunch break. Don't you know, sit in front of your laptop doing work while you're having lunch, even though you're working from home and even though you don't have work colleagues to hang out with at lunchtime. Make sure you have that break because I can promise you when you have that break and you come back, you're going to be working a lot more efficiently than if you hadn't taken that small break. Now, my fifth and final idea isn't actually a tip for helping you to work from home effectively, but it's the idea that if you do the first four things that I mentioned, so having a morning routine, getting into your work clothes, uh, having a weekly routine and creating clear work and home boundaries, this is going to help you to adapt to any situation. So I think that if I can look into my crystal ball and see what's happening in the future, I'd say that a lot of people are going to return to their offices pretty soon, but they might only be able to return a few days a week. So there'll be some days where they have to work from home, some days where they'll have to work in the office because of social distancing rules and they won't be able to have a full office um, straight away anyway. So you know, you might be thinking, how am I going to adapt to this change in routine every single day? This is going to be really difficult. But if you do all those four things that I spoke about and you do them, whether you're going to be working from home or whether you're going to be working from the office, you're going to be able to adapt to any sort of situation really quickly. Do the same things every day, no matter where you're going to be working. Even if you're traveling for work, this is a really good hack Do the same things every morning, every week, get into those work clothes, create those clear boundaries, and that is going to set you up for success no matter what situation you have to adapt to. So while your colleagues might be struggling to um, get into their new routine, you actually don't have to have a new routine because you're just doing the same thing wherever you are. So I hope that these five ideas that I've shared with you today are going to help you to maximize your current working from home situation and that they will help you to work effectively when you have to change your routine again and go back into the office. If you enjoyed today's episode and you want more people to be able to reach 
ideas and tips like what I've shared today, I would be so grateful if you could help by leaving me a five-star review and a comment. This helps me in two ways. It helps other people to reach the information that you've just heard and it also helps me to find out what you're enjoying from the show and maybe some recommendations that you've got for me. Next episode, which will be released next Wednesday, is going to be all about imposter syndrome. This was a request from a member from the Wonder Woman in STEM Facebook group that I run. If you want to be a part of that, I'll leave a link to it in the show notes here. Um, And so I think imposter syndrome is something that so many of us struggle with and we don't talk enough about. I'm going to be sharing my own story with imposter syndrome. So it's going to be a pretty deep one and you'll learn a lot about me and the challenges I had to overcome. Um, So I'm really looking forward to sharing that with you and the things that I did to overcome imposter syndrome. So yeah, this is a topic that's really close to my heart and I hope that it's going to inspire a lot of you to overcome your own challenges with it as well. If you also have a request for podcast um, episode ideas or if there's something that you want to learn about that you haven't been able to find information on elsewhere, I encourage you to get in contact with me either via email or any of my social media accounts or leaving a review in your favorite podcast app. I can't wait for you to join me again next week and until then, take care.